0: Well, it is praise time. Bob, go ahead. Well, i got to get on this
1: one. My right
0: shoulder. Uh, Wait a minute. When, no, whoa, whoa, this is praise time, not complaint time. No, 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 no. Praise time.
1: I'm, I'm praising that I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm praising that I'm not in the hospital. That I oh, okay.
0: That All right, goodness.
1: That my foot, I'm, I'm able to walk. I'm praising God that I still have half a brain to where I can communicate. But uh, this shoulder was really,
0: really in some intense pain. Praise God I'm here. Amen. All right. Other praises?
2: We leave for camp tomorrow.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Good. Vicki, what's your praise?
2: I have a hard time starting lawn equipment. But I found that if I pray and I ask God to touch it, it starts up right away. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. You ain't surprised. (laughs) I stopped getting mad at it and just started praying and saying, God, I can do all things through Christ. You (laughs) strengthens me, but I can't do this alone.
0: Would you like to hear a story about that?
2: Sure. Uh,
0: There was this boy that was passing by the preacher's house and the preacher was out there trying to mow the lawn, but his lawnmower died and he couldn't get it started. And this this boy was pushing this lawnmower down the street, this other lawnmower. And the preacher asked him, "What are you doing with that lawnmower?" He said, I'm, "I got. I want to sell it." He said, "Is it a good lawnmower?" He said, "Oh yeah, it's a good one." He said, "Well, how much you want for it?" He said, "Well, I'll take fifty dollars for it." So the, the preacher gave him fifty dollars for it, and uh, took it to his, to his yard and tried to start it, like Vicky there. Try to start it, and uh, he couldn't get started. He pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled. And the boy came walking back by, and the preacher said, "Hey, get over here. Come here. You told me this was a good lawnmower." He said, "It's a good lawnmower." He says, "It won't run." He said, "Well, you you're not doing it right." He said, "To get it to start, you you got to cuss it." <laughs> he said. Well, that can't be right. I'm a preacher. I don't do that. He said he said, Well, if you want us to get it started, you gotta cuss it. He said he said, I'm I'm not gonna do that. My boy said, Well, you pull on long enough you will.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and if I told you where I heard that joke, then you would really get a kick out of it. But it was more of a set here, stays here type of place. So I'm, I'm going to just let okay, that go. We'll
2: we'll the, the
0: Probably the least expected place you'd ever expect on earth where I heard what he told me that joke. I was able to start
2: the pressure washer, the lawnmower, the big push behind weed eater, and the chipper. So,
0: yeah, thank you, Lord. Well, yeah, there you go. Mm. And you didn't have to cuss one of them, did you? No, I
2: just prayed. <laughs>
0: well, we got some high I can't. Over I, I've always envied preachers that could, that were good at telling a joke. I've never been good at it. Uh, some that joke is a really good joke. If I could tell it right, it, you know. But it's it's, it's, it's a talent I just just wasn't gifted with. Stick
1: preaching. Stick to preaching.
0: Anyway, that's the lawnmower joke. Who else has praise? Christine does.
2: Praise God that I was able to spend time with wonderful ladies Friday Getting stuff cooked and situated and everything is ready for camp and Awesome,
0: just wow few things left. It's
2: awesome.
0: That's pretty neat That's pretty neat. Praise God
2: for the other ladies <laughs> well, <laughs> Me too. Awesome. well, you There's know a lot, of, a lot of hands make light work <laughs>
0: Yeah awesome. There's a saying about that I can't remember what it is, Hardly go ahead
2: uh, I guess my praise is simple. Y'all get to go to camp. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to enjoy a few days of being the bachelor. Yeah, you know, me and the dog. You'll have a good time.
0: Well, camp is, is short, mm-hmm. but it's intense. It and it's fun. cramming a lot, of, a lot of fun and a little bit of time. So pretty intense. Because
2: it will give me that much more time to get into his word when I have the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. What's
0: your praise, Sherry? You raised your hand. Did I? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Are you awake? i praise God for being here. <laughs> praise it. God for Alan and Lily here.
0: Yeah. yeah. It'll get better, Lily, I promise. Lisa, go ahead.
2: Praise the Lord that uh, Glenda is doing as well as she's doing.
0: Amen. 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 Vicki, what's your other phrase?
2: I waited for months thinking I needed a root canal and finally got a dentist that would do one, and he looked at the tooth and he said that it wasn't at the root, so we were going to save it and he put a filling in it. It's my broken tooth, and I didn't have a root canal. You don't want a root canal. I oh, know, I've had one before. I'll never do it again. <laughs> it oh. right. still hurts.
0: Mary, what's your praise? I've been waiting for years. I figured you'd have one or two or three. You've got to catch up, girl. Yes, You're right. gone. Go
2: You're a little behind the cover curve
3: now. I just want to thank God that I'm back in my church. Amen. We missed you here. who's so loving and nice. When I go to the Cayman Islands, I go to, to met at a Baptist church also. And the pastor so remembered me. He said, I remember you. I bet he did. You know what? I <laughs> You can say amen. amen. You. I always say, you oh, know, amen in the church. I always say, amen. And this man was to hear it. I like that. <laughs> so, so in the church, and he's preaching, I go, amen. And the guy over there goes, amen. So those two of us going, amen. Praise God. You know something? <laughs> I just love to do that. I can't help myself because I'm so in love with the Lord, you know. And I just love him so much that I just have to live for him and serve him tell others about it. And tell you about my shirt that I wear. Oh my gosh. I go to the airport, see all them oh, eyes going this morning. It's like, lady, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to heaven. This lady is lady. Like, let us see your shirt. I mean, you know, going to the airport, so many people are there. And they all oh, read. I the Lord, you do your thing. I just wear the shirt. You do your thing. If you are if you should die tonight, where would you spend eternity? Hell or heaven? That's something to think about. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I always wear this shirt, and you do your thing. And the Lord
1: go okay, go ahead.
0: I <laughs> Planting seeds. God. Go ahead, Joshua. i
1: will praise the Lord for a couple of things. One, uh, business—we uh, we got some big jobs we've been doing, and they, they're getting done. Uh, praise Him for all the lessons He's teaching me through them, uh, and allowing me to still get through them as we go. I also want to praise the Lord for, for the brethren. You know, we got we got some great men in this church, and they're really supportive and they help and guide you and teach you through the Word. And I just want to praise
0: the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. Yeah
3: i oh, got one more. I just want to Only thank God for more. you. Because you preach the God's hey, word. Glory, Wonderful. Amen. I'm, I'm serious about that. I study the word and I listen to your preaching. Go back in the word and I read along. And you're doing a great job. So keep it up. Amen. God Amen. bless you.
0: Amen. Well, sometimes it seems to work. Sometimes it don't. <laughs> go ahead, Bob.
1: Okay. Uh, just a observation from a friend when, when she comes to home team and a Wednesday night service this church ministers to other churches because she can't help but take it back to her church <laughs> I mean you know and, and she's very appreciative of uh, your preaching she she She's, she said, I can tell he's a no-nonsense guy. And he just, he gives the word, he, he divides the word rightfully. So, you know, and, I, and I'm glad for that. Um, I'm glad we have that testimony. Yeah.
0: Okay. Amen. Who else? Jerry.
2: And praise the Lord. I had, <clears throat> had a good week at work, even though it was short. Still was a good week at work. Okay. And also Three, my, that, week. that
0: may have been what made it a good week. Yeah, my, my, lawn, my lawnmower and
2: my weaned are both starting. <laughs> <laughs> After they said it was winter, I'm always questionable when I
0: pull on it. Did. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. I'll oh, praise the Lord, Jerry's back. I missed him last week. Yeah. You missed him they started, t- they right? talked about you yeah. during the men's yeah. home team. Oh, yeah, well, yeah we, co- we come across
1: strange women in Proverbs. I'm all thinking that, that's knock uh, down. Go so ahead, Harley. We gotta
2: yeah. got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> praise the Lord for they've gone ahead and they've approved that raise for for the position. It looks like that'll be more permanent here in about a week. Oh yeah, praise God.
0: All right, Amen. Amen. Who else? Vicki. I just
2: want to praise God because I didn't get to get out and do my usual uh, sweep of my property with the poison ivy spray. This year, because that's it when I normally do it was when I was sick last year. So this past year, so um, I didn't get to get out and do it. And poison ivy is everywhere. It's got little sheets up all over the ground, and I did not get into any of it. good. It's
0: good.
1: <clears throat>
0: it's good. It ain't fun. To get a poison ivy.
2: Reggie good. He's got one. Oh.
0: No, no.
3: I talked to Glenda this morning, and I asked her how she was doing. Richard
2: I favorite. Yeah, know
0: Well, these these things, life has got car wrecks and all kinds of stuff in it. Life's got stuff that's not fun. You have to wait for God to use it, then you can see what it's all about. Who else, Clarissa?
2: A lot of terrible things have happened to our family this year, but <laughs> the thing I want to praise God for is um, my dog, because he's just been one of the one of the blessings from this year. That and he turned one year old last week. Uh, he brings me joy every day.
0: Has he eaten anyone's homework yet?
2: <laughs> he's eating it out of the trash a lot. <laughs>
0: The deal is, the is that the dog ate my homework? I figure that you know that's a that's got to be a timeless excuse. Vicky,
2: I just wanted to um, praise God for a new little dog that we have in our life right now. We're dog sitting because the dog's owner is a 15-year-old young man that doesn't seem to know how to get how to make good choices. So one of his consequences of not making good choices was to lose his dog. So we've had his dog for the past probably six weeks now. And um, it is healing a hurt that the loss of Bubba's dog left behind. He he didn't want another dog. And this dog just came in, and she's another little chihuahua mix. And she jumped up in his lap, and she gets up on him, and she loves on him, and I think he's getting pretty, pretty attached. And it looks like we may be providing her a permanent home, or at least until he gets of age to be able to...
0: I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told Bob. This is praise time, not complaining. <laughs> it is a praise. You should
2: see the way that that the smiles. All way right. Smile all by right. Doctors, uh, I've seen that smile in a since
0: he trouble. Okay, yeah. I give up.
1: <laughs> We're gonna bring you a dog. Spend a little time with that you,
0: you bring, you bring, <laughs> I'll choose the dog. Maybe. You bring me a dog, and you're gonna. You're going to hear about a lost dog. I keep,
2: I keep warning him every few months that the next year or two I will be
0: getting a dog. You can get all the dogs you want after I go to heaven.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know how to say this kindly, okay? But Lisa and I decided that I would be her pet and she'd be my pet. And now she wants a dog. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, this is, I just shoot. give up.
2: Right. She can't eat house trained. What about a cat. You open that
0: Go ahead.
2: I'm thankful to the Lord that you are healthy enough that we're not staying at home in recliners all the time, at which point I will get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: James is the same way,
2: <laughs> but now he's like—he lays on the floor and snuggles no. with that
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many pictures of him on the floor. <laughs> I can't—I can't win. I, I just—it's just not—it's just not in the in the plan for my life. We well, just don't want
2: to hear this, but I praise God for my dog. Because it used to be my sister's dog and when I lost her it was nice knowing that I still had a piece of her with me. Yeah.
3: yeah. Pastor, this is when they say have mercy. God
1: <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: John chapter one. <laughs> I want to know how much you understand about the new birth. It says here in John chapter 1, but as many as received him, this is verse 12, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. That's generic. Sons of God, daughters of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Joshua, were you always a son of God? No. No. Clarissa, were you always a son of God, no, daughter it's of God?
2: Quite the opposite, actually.
0: Okay. So you had to become a son or a daughter of God. So it says, even to them that believe on His name, which were born. Not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. If you take out the qualifiers, you'll see the statement being made. What are the qualifiers in that verse? In verse 13, it tells us which were born, and then it has a comma And then he tells you three things that didn't cause it.
1: It
0: It says which were born not of blood. So you didn't become a child of God by being physically born to your parents. Is that what we're talking about? Is that right? Correct. Okay, a lot of people think that that because mom and dad was a Christian, they're they're just Christian, too.
2: There's that one scripture that says your whole household, you yeah. know, and so
0: the
1: whole household will be saved. Doesn't, doesn't that mean, me does that mean if your whole household, that because you're the leader, that your household will follow you in getting saved? No.
0: No. No.
2: All
0: right, just hold on. All right, you brought up a question. Let's answer it with the scriptures. Paul said, The keeper of the prison, waking out of his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Morning, Francis. But Paul, crying with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for light, spring in, came trembling, fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said... Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Now, if you just take that verse by itself and don't read anything around it, you could come to the conclusion that if you're saved, your house, is, you know, your households, gonna be saved too. But that's not how it works, is it? And Paul, Paul is an apostle. Apostles have a certain gift that other men don't have. They have several of them, actually. One of them is a gift of knowledge. And actually, they wouldn't even have to have the gift of knowledge to be able to make this statement. It says, And they spake unto him to the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. well, if they spake unto him the word of the Lord and that caused his whole house to be saved, you might come across, you might tend to want to believe something, a fairy tale like that. Every one of them had to hear the word. They got saved because they heard the word. And verse 34 says, When he had brought them, this is after they were baptized, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. So they're all believers now. Caleb is not going to be saved because James and Clarissa are saved. Caleb is going to be saved because James and Clarissa are going to teach him about Jesus so he can believe and be saved like they got saved. Amen. So the new birth has nothing to do with the blood other than parents leading their children in the truth and teaching them nor of the will of the flesh. How many of you want to see people saved? How many of you have some loved ones in your life? Josh. That you want to be saved, and you want them to be saved so bad that it hurts. Oh,
3: Lord, yes. (laughs)
0: Has that caused any of them to be saved yet? No. So it's it's not of blood, and it's not of the will of the flesh. It's not how bad you want it to happen. Yeah. Nor of the will of man. Yeah. You take the qualifiers out. There's three of them there. If you remove them, it would read, which were born of God. We all want people to be saved.
2: Did you ask what does "born of man" mean? The will of man. The will. Of man. The, will of man. the will
0: of the flesh is. This makes me. Be. Not because you want it to happen. Oh, that's, that's what, did that you that what is? Ask. Yes, That's what it is. Well, no. the will of man. Uh, the will is what you want. It's not because we want people to be saved. That's not good enough. So
2: the will of the flesh is different than.
0: The will of the flesh is, is more like a Can't mom wanting her son to be saved or her daughter to be saved, I think. Then the will of man is more general, I think. I could be wrong. I was once. Can't remember it, no yes. doubt. But <laughs> Go ahead, Sherry. It's
2: kind of like whenever um, the Catholics take their babies to be um, dunked and baptized because they think that's.
0: that's that's as good an illustration as you could ever get on that. That's what I was
2: thinking. That I meant,
0: Press
2: it. Go, it. Yeah. To yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you believe that baptism would would get get them saved, I'll be honest with you. If I really believed that baptism could get you saved, which, I fortunately I know better. So. You'd be
2: dunking somebody every Sunday.
0: Well, no, I just I would gather up some of these young flat bellies that's got all these muscles like I used to have. And we would get some people saved.
2: (laughs) One way or the other.
0: One way or the other. But it doesn't work like that. I mean, that's how people become Muslim. They're they're forced into it.
1: Believe or die.
0: And that's how people become Catholics. It's done to them while they're infant children, and they have no choice in the matter.
2: So with that being said, my mom and her family, was they were Catholic, she still is, um, and my dad was never baptized, so there was a conflict of interest when I was younger. My mom wanted to get me baptized in the Catholic church, and my dad said, no, when she is old enough to make her own decision, then she'll get baptized. He said, but I will not force a baptism upon a child that does not know any better.
0: Yep. Yeah. Your dad was, you, he was wise. In that aspect, yeah, and
2: it's funny because he was not a godly man at all, but he felt so strongly that he did not want me to do that. He said, When the time is right, she'll know. And the only baptism I've ever had has
1: been here at this
0: church. Wow, you wouldn't have got that one if you hadn't have been a believer first.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Believer's baptism okay. that nobody, nobody in the scriptures ever got baptized until they were a believer first.
1: So it
0: was just the symbolism of baptism isn't even true unless you're saved.
3: Yep. Got him to it.
0: So it's, you know, it's one of the things. Okay, so uh, born of God. I said I wanted to see how much you know about the new birth. Jesus told Nicodemus, chapter 3, he said except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this word, in this particular verse, this word, again, is not uh, talking about necessarily a second birth. That particular word is the Greek word anathen. Anathen means from above. Except a man be born from above. He cannot enter the kingdom. He cannot see the kingdom of God. The translators were thinking of a second birth. Because the context is talking about a second birth. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into the womb the second time to his mother's womb and be born? This is scripture you might want to go over with Caleb, Clarissa. Exactly. Yeah. Might, might help you. The church. Yeah. yeah. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. There is a view on this scripture about the new birth that is a little bit... Well, let me just tell you about it, and I'll let you tell me if you think this is right or if you want to pick it apart. Over in Ephesians chapter 5... It says here that husbands ought to love their wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. And then it says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth him; uh, loveth himself. Uh, the idea is that the term of the washing of water by the word—it's a metaphor—and uh, the idea is that is that you are born again. Uh, by the word is that a good concept or not
2: yes.
3: by the word, the
0: word. all right I'll take you to 1st Peter 1 and verse 23 and see if this is true 1st Peter 1 23, being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever So, are we born again by the Word of God?
3: Yes. 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 That's
0: what it says, born of God, by the Word of God. But those who perpetuate that application by the washing of water by the Word are, are applying it differently than what I've taught you to apply it over the years. Here's what it says. Jesus said, verily, verily, this is in answer to Nicodemus says his question. He says, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? What kind of birth is Nicodemus asking about?
1: Flesh birth. Flesh
0: Flesh birth. And Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the spirit... He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Those who teach and perpetuate this idea about the washing of water by the word, it is applied by those who teach this to what Jesus said, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. They're saying that born of water means being born of the word. Because the scripture in Ephesians chapter 5 says that the man might love the church like Jesus, or loves his wife like Jesus loved the church, and Jesus is sanctifying the church but with the washing of water by the Word. Is John chapter three being applied to the church, or is it being applied to an individual that needs to be born from above? Yeah, it's 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 not the same context at all. One's first the other. And they're applying this born of water to the Word of God. That's Jesus said in answer to Nicodemus, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So they're saying that born of water and of the Spirit is all one event. Is it one event or is it two events? Two, events. two. How do we know?
2: See.
0: Where is it that it says that? Really? That which is born
2: of the It's
0: in the next verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. They're right in that we're born again by the Word of God. But they're applying it to born of water instead of born of the Spirit. Being born of God, born of the Word by the word of God and the spirit is all the same thing and this this is probably the biggest example I've ever seen in scripture where men make a mountain out of a molehill there's how anybody could get their panties in a wad over this (laughs) is beyond me but it's.
2: It isn't dependent on your understanding of that verse. No, right? No, it's
0: not. No, it's not. That's the whole point. <laughs> you could be, you could be as wrong about this as, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still the same.
2: Because I, th- I thought I was born of water, like your, your flesh birth is the water.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean. Uh, every lady spirit. in here knows what "born of water" means. So,
2: and every person has to be actually born before they're saved. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's what I always thought. Yeah.
0: Of What's Nicodemus asking Jesus? Are you talking about flesh birth? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Physical.
0: And Jesus answered and said, "Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit." Right. Now they're thinking, "Except a man be born of water and the Spirit." Not one, and then another. And, uh, yeah. It's it's like I would pull my hair out if I had any. <laughs> it's 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 insane. But I want you I want you to see it, and I want you to understand it. And if I told you what has come of that discussion and that difference of opinion it'd be very hard to believe. But you need to understand what it means to be born again. What is the condition you start with? What? You're sin. Jerry.
1: We're born in sin and death.
0: You're born in sin and death.
1: That's what start with.
0: Well, you're walking around so your flesh isn't dead.
1: I child
2: of Satan You're an,
0: of You're an enemy of God. Is that physical or spiritual? One influences the other of course. What is the condition of your spirit in your natural state?
2: Satan Dead.
0: Dead in trespasses and sins. Why do you need to be born again? Because your spirit is what? Dead Dead in trespasses and sins. It's not rocket science here. It's fairly simple if you look at what the scripture tells you about the truth of this matter. Now, born of God, born of the Word, born of the Spirit. These terms are all scripture. They're all talking about the same thing. Except. of What it says they're not talking about. What's it say they're not talking about? Not of the blood. Nor the will of the flesh. Nor the will of man. But of God. Born of God. The reason a man needs to be born again. The reason a man cannot enter. Cannot enter. The kingdom of God, except he be born again. Nicodemus is flatly with, I haven't heard anybody ever contradict that Nicodemus is asking about a physical birth. He's talking about his mother's womb. He's talking about being born. That's what he says. Jesus is trying to teach him something heavenly when all he can think about is earthly. A lot of things to learn here. But what takes place when the spiritual birth occurs? We know what takes place when the physical birth occurs. Your spirit's quickened and made alive. What takes place when the spiritual birth occurs? Sin is swallowed up, it
3: becomes alive. Is
0: alive there that's what that's what takes place you in John chapter 3 now go to John chapter 5 verse 24 verily verily I say unto you he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me now who sent him the father why is Jesus saying believes on the Father? Because that's who he's talking about. Why is he saying that? All right, watch. This is verse 23, not verse 24. Oh, let me start in verse number uh, 20. Verse number 20. This is John chapter 5. Jesus said, For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son of Man quickeneth whom he will. What's quicken? What Mary said, make alive. Make alive. Wait a minute. What's dead that needs to be made alive? Your spirit. Your spirit. You're walking around. All those Ephesians were walking around. All these Jews were still walking around. He said, For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. Were the Jews all big about honoring the Father? Yeah, they were hypocrites about it, but yeah, that's what they were into. Did they want to honor the Son? No. Some did a dozen or so. Every member of the first church did. They were Jews. But but as a nation, uh uh-uh. Still today, there are some Jews that are accepting the Messiah. Most are not. He that honors not the Son honors not the Father who hath sent him. Who hath sent him. Now there's your key. Now read verse 24. He that heareth my word and believeth on him that Sent me. Sent him to do what? Save us. Save us. That's what he's talking about previously. That's why that he's that he doesn't say he that believeth on me instead of he that believeth on him that sent me because he he just explained why the father sent the son and what the father sent the son to do, and then he's going to tell you here in a minute that they that they two are one. Yes.
2: He's just saying
0: like his role as the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's here's what happens when a person is born again. He says, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life. One, everlasting life. Number two, and shall not come into condemnation. What did Jesus teach Nicodemus in John chapter 3 about condemnation? Well, here's here's what he said. John chapter 3, verse 18, 17. Verse 17, we'll start with that. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is... Not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. That light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. And everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. Condemnation. Means you're guilty. And now you've been sentenced. When the sentence is passed, you're under condemnation. That's why the the guy on death row is said to be condemned. He's guilty, his sentence has been passed, and he's just waiting for it to be carried out. We have been condemned because of our sin. God has already judged our sin. The sentence has already been passed. What is the sentence for sin? The wages of sin is death. Now, here's here's what happens when a person is born again. We believe on him that sent Jesus. How do you believe on God that sent Jesus and what he sent him to do without believing on Jesus? Same thing. He says he has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. Condemnation has been removed. And you're never, ever, ever going to be back under it again. Shall not come into condemnation. What does that mean? Four words. Once saved. Always always saved. Always saved. Can't get away from it. huh?
2: You don't get what you deserve.
0: No.
1: You're saved from here, whether you like it or not.
0: And now... It's going to tell us exactly what takes place the moment that we put our faith in Christ. There's a whole bunch of things that takes place. One of them is that God declares us righteous. You know about that. The other one is that he actually makes your spirit righteous. Created in righteousness and true holiness. In this verse it's described as something else. But it's past from death unto life. That's the part of baptism where we put you back up out of the water. There's the symbolism for that one, to walk in newness of life. So when, when the spirit birth takes place, your spirit is made alive which was previously Dead. Now, you, if, if you're going to understand life, and why, why are we so far out of time? I, y'all, y'all took up too much time earlier, didn't you?
1: some oh, of them dogs. Oh, Raising the
2: dogs. Crazy
0: My class has gone to the dogs. All right, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit right there. We'll, we'll pick it up. We'll continue talking about the new birth, and I want you to understand it. But you understand what takes place. If you, you understand it yourself, might just be you're able to explain it to somebody else.